911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, and I am joined by my co-host for the day, Mr. Clint Walton. How are you? Incredible. I thought today, since Halloween is a couple of days away, we could talk about some incredibly scary stories, things that we have experienced, and just kind of share with whatever comes up for us. So just sit back, relax. I hope this is entertaining for you and enjoy today's content. And the first too spooky for me story that I have is one that you and I recently shared when we had a visit from officer, retired officer, Brian K. Bishop here from Ohio. And Clint, I'll let you tell the story in the quick version, please, about what happened to us when we decided to stay at a hotel on on hotel circle in San Diego. (laughs) So Ash and I, we took a trip down to San Diego, like we used to regularly do and and so I'm going to give you the reader's digest version. We went to this hotel and we checked in and the lobby seemed fine. It was a beautiful hotel from the outside. Then we entered into the room and there's a painting, huge painting. I mean, I couldn't even tell you how big it was of a little girl with a dog. And she has not like a happy face, but like one of those creepy, just like she's going to come and kill you through the painting in the middle of the night. Like the chin down, eyes up kind of creepy. Yeah, it was very just creepy. And it was an old, older hotel. And it had just this, this feeling. There's a rocking chair in the corner. Like it's the epitome of a scary movie, like staying in this hotel room. And to top it off on the... There's a big four post bed within that room, and on every post, there is a little bunny rabbit. And you say, What could be so scary about a bunny rabbit? Well, it had these red little ruby eyes on it. Like, we had such a bad feeling when we went in this room. We literally walked in, stayed there for a minute, go, We can't stay here. We turned and walked out and then checked out, and, and the staff goes, you guys just checked in. We go, yeah, that room just freaked us out way too much. And they told us, they're like, yeah, you're not the first ones to say this. It was just crazy feeling. Yeah, I hated that. Like, we we tried to put a towel over that picture because it was directly adjacent to the bed. And it was just like a focal point for the bedroom. And it was like sealed to the wall. So you couldn't even tuck something behind it. It was just a terrible circumstance. So I'll have you think of a a story, Clint, while, while I share one. And this was before Clint and I were even dating, but my brother and I went out with a group of friends and believe it or not, it was actually around Halloween and we wanted to do something spooky. And it was one of those times where we couldn't find anything that was open. It was too late, but we were all still wide awake and wanted to have a good time. And somebody told us that there was this military bunker that, of course, was like in a restricted area where you're not allowed to to go into. But we were all into off-roading. And so we decided to go out there. And if I had to guess, it was probably around maybe midnight. And we take several trucks out into the middle of the desert. And we all have flashlights. And we're finally, finally able to locate the entrance to this bunker. And 
mind you, like it's already pitch dark in the middle of the desert and all we have is our flashlights. So I don't know if you've ever seen what the setup of the entrance for a bunker looks like, but it's pretty much like you're going to be walking down into hell. At least that's what it felt like. Mm -hmm. And there's there's a lot of um, just like barbed wire and and gates and fences and things that we had to get through in order to get to where we wanted to go. And when we finally gained entry, I remember it, everything was just like a steep walk down. So we descended and descended and descended. And then finally, it was like we finally got to the main level of the bunker. And there was very strange rooms. It was almost as though it was an underground like a jail hold of some sort because there was these little cells that you could tell once had gates on them. There was broken locks everywhere. And there was this one area I remember in particular where you walk down this hallway and you you look over to the side and you think that it's just this giant window and you look into the window and as soon as you look in, you look down and it's probably two stories deep. And when you look down, there's not a single door inside of this room. It was almost as though you could literally take somebody and throw them in there and then they're stuck in there forever. And that was probably the strangest part. However, when I got home, the even stranger part would take place because apparently two weeks later, there was a group of kids and they were in high school. And I guess they did the same thing we did, right? They had that same kind of desire to go and hang out and do something that was a little bit dangerous. And they went into this bunker and it was a a group of them. However, there was a couple, a young couple in high school, and they go into the bunker and apparently there was this crazy kid that follows behind them and he ends up killing. He murdered both the the guy and the girl. And then, of course, this place went into like incredible lockdown and nobody could get in there ever since. So that's probably one of the the more spooky things that I've ever seen and experienced, because just being in there, you just knew that there were things that there were things that the normal civilian <laughs> wasn't privy to even being in there when it wasn't occupied you just got this sense that like there's something very bad that has happened here before and you you just couldn't pinpoint what it was and of course I couldn't ever have known that there was something very bad that was going to happen once again hmm. and it's so interesting especially the history that goes into those places like it'd be very interesting to see especially the time of day you guys go and and everything like that that's Ooh, gives me the chills just thinking about, you know, I, as Ashley's talking about her story, I'm trying to really rack my head over like a creepy experience like that. I, I've always been, I don't want to say chicken. I just don't find that type of stuff fun. So <laughs> I've never gone to secret military bunkers in the middle of the night trying to expose myself to that. And I, just have never done that but you know I, I I'm trying to rack my head over I I think of stories like we're going up to my grandpa's house in in northern California and we get into the bedroom where we're sleeping and there's a hundred dolls all over the room that freaked me the <laughs> fuck out but that's something that that that's like I was like no we we're not saying we ended up actually driving home that night there was a unfortunate incident but a blessing in disguise at the same time with that so we drove all the way to northern california turned around and drove all the way home that that same night but as i'm trying to think about it just i would say 
going to my uncle's house out in uh, the Temecula area growing up, there is these big chicken coops. Like, not like a little, like, I'm talking about like a chicken warehouse, pretty much, where they raise chickens commercially. So we would go there and really see these places. Every time we would go to my uncle's house, we went, let's go to the chicken coops. It was on someone else's property, and we had to sneak over there and stuff. But as we go through these chicken coops and just kind of being kids, you know, breaking broken down windows and just doing stuff like that, there's a house on the property and we go in the house and there's just a mattress in there. And I remember written on the wall, there was something, but it looked like it was written in blood. Like it just freaked us all out. And we all ran out of there and and ran back to my uncle's house and never even talked about it since. But my uncle's house was the place to where my brother would always share scary stories to me because I was young. I was probably, we'll say eight to 10 in that range, really susceptible to scary stories. And, and he always talked about this guy with a hook and he would come and kill me and all this other stuff. And that all kind of coincided with the same time we found the blood riding on the wall inside the house. It, it just, that freaked me out more. So I wouldn't say it's a scary story. It's just me being a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I hope that this has inspired you to kind of think back on some of the scary things that you've experienced. And I would encourage you to share a scary story with somebody today. I think it's a beautiful thing to pull out memories like this. Clint and I have been married for almost 14 years and I've never heard that story before. And I don't think I've ever shared with you the one that that I did about the bunker. So it is it is definitely fun to be able to exchange stories and to be able to dig deep into people in this way. I hope that you've gotten some value out of this episode. If you have, please drop a review, subscribe down below. Do us a favor, be extra, extra safe on Halloween and every day. I know that we are sending you a long, tight hug from our home to yours.